This is Georgia State University Panthers football. And they're going to fake the handoff. A lot of green grass. Granger 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Darren Granger and the Georgia State Panthers. It's the Panthers pregame show. A look ahead at today's game. Now, the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Well, riding a four-game winning streak as well as the top 25 poll vote for the first time in program history. One vote for Georgia State this past week. Georgia State football's back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium following road games and road wins the last two weeks at Charlotte and Coastal Carolina. 4-0 and 1-0 in conference play after leaving Conway, South Carolina with a win last Thursday night over the shot of clears. Tonight, the Panthers host the defending Sunbelt Conference champion Troy Trojans. Troy arrives in Atlanta, 2-2 two two overall, coming off a 27-24 win over Western Kentucky last weekend. They're 0-1 in conference play. Two weeks ago, a loss at home to James Madison. Hi again, Panther fans, and welcome to our Panther pregame show. Countdown to kickoff. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Georgia State Radio Network microphones tonight from Center Park Stadium in downtown Atlanta. Harper following last Thursday night's win on the road to Coastal Carolina. And tonight's game against Troy, Georgia State will have faced the two teams that played for the Sunbelt Conference Championship a year ago. If the Panthers win tonight, they will have beaten both teams that played for the championship a season ago. What a difference a year makes. I was just going to say, Dave, uh, a lot of things have changed in the last 365 days. And the biggest and most important, you know, the headline for everybody is Georgia State still undefeated. Now, James Madison... They won earlier today. Marshall is winning right now. So there are some other teams in the conference that are doing very well, including what Georgia State has been able to do. But there's just something different about this team, the work that they've done, the way that they've stayed healthy, the way that they've prevented turnovers. They were minimizing their penalties. A lot of great things are happening, and the good results are coming because of it. What I love is that 53% on third down conversions. I had that written down, Dave Cohen, and I was going to get to it, but you beat me to it. Your favorite statistic is third down conversions. Keeping Darren Granger, keeping Marcus Carroll, and all those receivers and the tight ends on the field. Yeah, done a great job. Uh, Our defense... It's 48%. So opposing play, uh, opposing teams have done pretty well. But here's the situation today with Troy. They're 40% on their offensive third down conversions and defense 35. So our 53 versus their 35. They've got a good defense. They want to get you off the field. They do it a third of the time. It'll be up to the Panther offensive line, of course, and Darren's ability to create some plays. That will be a big difference in how that works out this evening. Darren's numbers four games in, 69.5% completion rate, seven touchdowns, no interceptions, three rushing touchdowns. Every time he tucks the ball and runs, it's an average of 5.6 yards per carry. His decision-making has been excellent all season long. You mentioned that there's no turnovers in in terms of the uh, interceptions. that's the best ever. I mean, I don't. You take Nick Arbuckle. You talk about any quarterback, Connor Manning, that's been here. Uh, that was an issue, and he's taking care of that. Uh, he'll go against a good front defensively and the secondary. Now they can give up some yards, but hopefully our wide receivers will do a great job of getting open today and making it easy for him to make the right decisions going down the field. Georgia State will see defensively pretty good quarterback in Gunnar Watson. 
They're going to see a pretty good running back in Kamani Vidal, but here's another number. Third in the Sun Belt in run defense, Harper, four games in, allowing only an average of 89.5 yards per game on the ground. Yeah, we're doing a great job against the rush, and Troy does as well. They only give up about 88.5 yards per game in their four games thus far, and they've played against some pretty good teams as well. So their front is good, but uh, the secondary does give up some yards. Their opposing defense has a total of 303 yards a game is what they're giving up. We average almost 340, so there'll be some give and take between those two numbers here tonight as well. Got to like the uh, work in the red zone, 93% when in the red zone through the first four games, 14 to 15, coming away with some form of points, whether it's touchdown or field goal, red zone touchdowns. 10 out of 15 at 67 percent that's productivity right there yeah you're going to talk about the word finish any coach will say we got to finish our drives and the panthers are doing a fantastic job and that's one of the reasons that they're undefeated at this point in the season they're able to get the ball either in the end zone or at least get three but they're not happy with three and the amount of touchdowns that we have this season is proof positive georgia state wasn't quite sure what life would be like post jamari thrash well look at it this way robert lewis has 20 catches Five touchdowns, averaging 19 yards per catch. Talik Williams has 12 catches, two touchdowns, 20 yards on average per reception from Granger. We've done a good job of getting Calais Creedle or Robert Lewis, Talik Williams, even dumping it off to Marcus Carroll. The guys that are getting double-digit receptions at this point in the year are not only productive right now, but throughout the rest of the season, they're going to be go-to guys. All right, on our Sunbelt Conference college football scoreboard, as Harper mentioned, James Madison beats South Alabama 31-23. Louisiana Lafayette losing on the road at Minnesota 35-24. Underway in the fourth quarter, Marshall leading Old Dominion 41-35. Arkansas State in the fourth leading at UMass 52-28. Coming up as our path the pregame show countdown to kickoff continues here from Center Park Stadium. On the other side of this two-minute timeout, we're going to preview tonight's game. We're going to talk to Marcus Carroll, who's been tearing it up, 508 yards rushing in four games. He's got eight rushing touchdowns, averaging 5.3 yards to carry. We'll get his thoughts as we preview tonight's game against the Troy Trojans. And a little later on this half hour, we'll, of course, talk with Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. But Marcus Carroll on the other side of this two-minute timeout from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Lusab Kia & Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Your radio station for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM. Heard online at WGTJRadio.com. Now back to Atlanta with the countdown to kickoff. Dave Cohen back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium tonight. Georgia State looking to go 5-0 on the season here against the Troy Trojans. Georgia State even receiving a vote in the USA Today Top 25 poll. So, Boxes being checked here for the Panthers and boxes being checked by our starting running back as well, Marcus Carroll. 5.3 yards a carry, eight touchdowns, 508 yards total. And uh, Marcus joins us right now on our Panther pregame show. Hey, congratulations. We're, uh, again, still checking boxes here. You've been around here a few years, and 4-0 start is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really amazing um, just to see what, where we came from when I first got here. Um, not to say we had a good, we didn't have a good team, but just to see, like, we kept building, stacking every year, um, facing adversity, and just to finally, you know, you know, just fit, you face adversity. You see, you can tell it's a different team. We play with a different swag now. So, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun, too. So, it's good. <laughs> when you think back about it, comparing to last year, what's different about this team in the locker room, out on the field? Because we lost some pretty good players to the transfer portal, brought in some pretty good tr- players from the transfer portal. But you still got to develop that chemistry. Yeah, and that, I think that's one thing about Georgia State. Um, the chemistry in the locker room is, is something serious. Um, I think that we had that last year too. Uh, when guys left and when guys came in, we just brought them in. Uh, we kind of create like a brotherhood, make them feel safe, even outside. You know, we, if they need to ride to the cab, I'll take them to the cab. Anything like that. So you know, the chemistry always it just comes late snaps. Um, it's, we have a great group of guys in the locker room. All right, after getting the first two wins here at home, you had to go on the road for two in a row, and Charlotte was a little chippy, got out of Charlotte with a W, Coastal Carolina. You know how that's always been. The road team has won all seven games. Yeah. Uh, going on the road's never easy in college football. No, no not at all. Um, it, but I, I don't know. We, 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 play, we play good on the road. I like, we got used to playing on the road. Uh, it feels kind of good um, being able to silence the crowd and stuff like that. So, But, no, it, it was a great couple games, great atmosphere, and, uh, yeah, it, I'm glad we came out with a win. Well, between you and Darren, for the most part, you guys are averaging about 192 yards on the ground. And, of course, you're tearing it up as well. You've rushed for over 100 yards in three of the four games so far. That offensive line's getting it done. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they've been working, they, work, they work so hard from, from January to uh, new guys that came in and stuff like that, built chemistry and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, we just in the film room hard and, and pay attention to the little, little details. We, we do basically the same things. It's just perfecting our craft. So it, it's, it's been good for the guys up front. I'm, I'm glad for them. I appreciate them a lot, yeah. When you say the little details, 
without giving away too much, because I'm sure no Troy folks are listening to this yeah. pregame show. What what things are you looking for? Uh, just just um just doing make sure everybody do their job. So just um for six seconds, just strain for six seconds. Um, doing everybody doing their job. That, that's really what it's about. Just doing the job. Well, success for you. Five point three yards every time your hands touch the ball on average. <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing. I'm gonna fall for it every time. I try to. <laughs> You look at it, 184 against Rhode Island, 107 against UConn, 67 against Charlotte. Didn't need 67, you know, was sufficient. Then you come back and bust out for 150 at Coastal Carolina, which was great because that's the first conference game. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we had to make a uh, set of tone first conference game. Um, yeah, Charlotte game was a little chippy. It was, uh, you know, they was filling up the holes pretty, pretty well. But um, came back with the same game plan, fitting our craft. And, uh, yeah, it's a blessing, honestly. Some teams enjoy playing on the road. I know it's great to be here. You sleep in your own bed. You're in your own locker room. But some teams really enjoy the challenge and, like you said, the chippiness of playing on the road. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you you go out there, you know, you have the fans yelling at you. You have all types of things. And then the locker rooms ain't the same. So, you know, just getting getting, uh, adapted to the the culture. I mean, not the culture, but adapted to the surroundings, stuff like that. But this team do a good job with that. And we play like that a lot. Again, you and I talked uh, a deep running back room, and you've taken that leadership role, and that just continues. It, it's almost like the experiences just compound themselves week after week. Yeah, man, I mean, I'll tell you, the, the boys in that running back room, it, 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 they're like brothers. And, um, like I said, we all learn from each other, and then, you know, from the guys before me, it, it's just been a blessing. By the way, your eight touchdowns ranked number one in the country in FBS. Yards per game, 127 on average, number five in the country. <laughs> I know you're happy with that, but I know you'd love to get a win over Troy and go to five and zero. Oh yeah, definitely. At the end of the day, um, it's, it's all the best about about getting wins and how how I can help the team. If I can help the team by like like Charlotte game, if I get six seven yards and it's sufficient, then we get a win. Then I'm I'm happy with it. You know, if I get 150 yards, we win. I'm happy with it. So it's just it's, it's about the win and um, yeah, everything else is gonna take care of itself. If everybody just do their job. So. Well, I'm out there about three days a week on average, and I'm talking about practice. Practice some days is fun, some days practice isn't as fun. But when you're 4-0, heading downhill, and hopefully to be 5-0, and it makes it fun to go out to practice, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, coach is still uh, giving us the business, though. Uh, obviously, they don't want us to feel complacent and stuff. Like, no, nah, I appreciate them for that. But, um, yeah, it's definitely fun without the guys. And it, I mean, it's been fun since day one. I think that's what it was, man. We got a swag and, you know, coming out here practicing, doing our job. And it's just, it's it becoming the culture around here. All right, and lastly, Troy coming up tonight, uh, the Troy Trojans. Last year they won the Sunbelt Conference Championship game. This is another one of those games that, depending on what happens, makes people take a closer look at Georgia State football. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, this, this Troy game, they're the reigning Sunbelt champs. So, you know, in order to be, to be the champ, you have to beat the champ. So, you know, it's, it's the same approach just like last week. I um, mean, we're going to come and we're going to attack today, and then it should be a good game Saturday, I'll tell you that. I right, appreciate it. Let's get out of here with a W. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, I want to thank Marcus Carroll joining us here in our Panther pregame show. Countdown to kick off Georgia State and Troy tonight here from Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Coming up after this two-minute timeout, we'll preview tonight's game, as always, with head football coach Sean Elliott. Again, we're back here after this two-minute timeout from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 
40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State Blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Your radio station for Georgia State football, 97.5 Glory FM. Online at WGTJRadio.com. Coming up next, it's Georgia State Football. You're expecting a teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. All right, pregame with Coach Elliott for Troy coming down. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta. Time now to talk to Georgia State's head football coach, Sean Elliott. Georgia State and the Troy Trojans tonight here in Atlanta. Georgia State off to a 4-0 start. Coach, congratulations. We didn't get a chance to talk too much after the uh, win at Coastal Carolina, but, uh, again, still checking boxes. First 4-0 start in program history. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, um, there's a lot of football ahead of us. Uh, you know, it's good, you know, to win four, four straight, four in a row. You'd be sitting here at 4-0 is a, is a pretty good feeling. But, like I said, these guys, uh, we, we've got to keep our edge and can't let the outside noise uh, take us away from it. Yeah, that's what I heard uh, late in the week in practice. You emphatically said no distractions. Yes, you know, uh, it's just, you know, anytime you play well and you have success, people come out of the out of the woodwork. They are, and they start jumping in your boat, so to speak. And uh, I just tell them, man, I say close the doors. Don't let many people jump in your boat that you don't know and uh, keep your focus. Uh, you got to have great tun- tunnel vision and keep the blinders on because uh, we got a really good Troy program coming in here, football team, and I think John Summerall's done an, uh, an awesome job. And, of course, the first year last year winning the conference. Uh, so 
They're the defending Sun Belt champs. You know, back-to-back weeks, you get the two teams that played for the Sun Belt Championship a year ago. You know, isn't it nice? I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy to think. But, yeah, you know, uh, we had a nice win down there at Coastal, and then we got uh, we got a good Troy team coming in there. And they've, uh, you know, uh, I think lost Kansas State. and But a tough one to James Madison. But they're a good football team, probably the best defensive football team, the best overall football team we're, we're going to face right now. You know, you look back at Coastal, and we won't talk too much, but at the end of the day, they scored 17, but offensively only scored 10. Defense getting better and better and better as the weeks go by. Well, they're just making their plays uh, when the opportunities present themselves. Yeah, we were unfortunate to uh, drop a punt there at the end of the ball game and uh, give them a, a touchdown there, which was, you know, something we cannot let happen. But our defense to hold those guys to 10 points really did a nice job. We just looked, um, you know, when I go back and watch that film and when I saw us on that night I feel like we were just a faster football team and a fresher football team and it certainly looked like that uh, after I rewatched it. Talking to Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott here in Atlanta tonight Georgia State and Troy as the Panthers look to go 5-0 and I don't know if the radio crew would be included but tell me what uh, who are the drag racers? Well right now it's everybody on this football team you know that it's coming kind of funny how things come up, come about but uh you know early in our camp i, I said you either a drag racer or a drag asser and then uh you know we'd, we'd point out the drag racers that were in practice and then we'd have a few of those others still uh but right now we, you know we we're we're building our football team that uh, are fueling up every single day and uh and i like to i like to call our guys a bunch of drag racers right now Right now, the numbers you got to like. You're averaging 37 points a game, maybe above and beyond that. 53% on third down opportunities. That's fantastic. Yeah, you know, it's fantastic until you play the next game. So we, we don't really look at a lot of stats. We look at the win and loss, and uh, and right now we're 4-0. We're going to try to get better in each phase of our game. Special teams, we've been a little bit behind here in the last couple of games that we've got we've to improve upon. But, um, yeah, like I said, we don't, we don't care too much about those stats. They're all well and good. People can uh, talk about them all they want. But uh, I want to go out there and win that ball game, score one more point. Efficiency in the red zone fall into that category as well, a stat that you're know, not necessarily looking at, but the success has been there. Well, you know, it, it's about scoring. And anytime you get an opportunity to go in the red zone, you've got to put points up in the game. Uh, and certainly you've got to put touchdowns. So this day and age, you don't win a whole lot with field goals. We've done a nice job kicking the field goals. But uh, uh, we've been fortunate to, you know, there's been some good play calls, been some nice doggone plays, and uh, players make the plays. So if we continue to do that, we should be uh, right on target with our efficiency. Well, we've talked about these two guys quite a bit, but I just wanted to throw those numbers at you. Darren Granger right now, 69.5% completion rate. Marcus Carroll averaging almost six yards every time his hands touch the ball. Like I said, I really don't care about those stats, Dave. I know that's what you and the, the media and everything kind of lulls over. I don't know what y'all do with it. But, you know, yeah, it's great to have. But, uh, you know, those are stats that from, from last week and the prior week. It's not this week where we're trying to prepare and get better for this week. Uh, we'll see where we end up this uh, this evening. Uh, but we are uh, we're, we're proud of those guys. All right, quick uh, scouting report on Troy. Of course, everybody looks at uh, Gunnar Watson, the quarterback, uh, and Kamani Vidal, who's actually uh, a Marietta kid, uh, running the ball really well for them. Oh, yeah, he's a tremendous back, strong runner, does a nice job. Uh, seems like he's been there forever. You know, I guess with, with the COVID, it seems like everyone's been there forever. 
Um, quarterback does a nice job as well. I think they're throwing for about 270 some yards a game, and, and you know he's he's a workhorse as well uh, running that football. So uh, they've got a little two-headed monster right there. They got quality receivers. I think their defense is long and fast, and they put pressure on the opposing team and some opposing team's offense. We've got to be on point. Uh, we've got to really play a really clean ball game. You know, uh, just to go out there and wish for zero penalties is certainly something we always strive for, but we kind of limit them. We can't uh, keep kicking ourselves and beating ourselves in the penalty game, and we've got to go out there and play flawless. All right, lastly, a couple of quick side stories. Your long snapper, Seth Glaus, your semifinalist for the Campbell Trophy. That's outstanding. Yeah, he's been studying uh, more so than he's been running this summer because uh, he hasn't got a tackle on special teams. Uh, but no, Seth's awesome. Uh, you know, he's he's a brainiac and does a tremendous job in snapping for us. And uh, I'm really proud of him. Anytime you get that that honor, something to truly be proud of, and we need to make more of that because that's uh, that's what college football is all about. And college athletics is going to class, getting a great education, uh, being top in, in in both things that you do. All right, lastly, a special ceremony out at practice earlier in the week for one of your receivers, LaMarcus Brand, uh, presented a check by Center Park Credit Union, which was uh, outstanding as well. Good story. Yeah, you know, LaMarcus, uh, people probably don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, played a little bit for us last year, uh, a couple catches right there, and then in the, the spring he ends up having a what we call a brain bleed. Um, he had uh, you know something that went a little haywire in his in his head and uh, had a bleed and uh, became, uh, you know, uh, there for a, for a few weeks. We didn't know what was going to happen, uh, but he's recovered. He's rejoined our football team, and for those guys to re- you know reward him because he is truly a remarkable young man. He is uh, about first in everything we do around here. He's first class in everything he does as well, uh, and for him, them to recognize him and everything he's been through, that's a tremendous honor. All right, Coach, as always, appreciate it. Let's get a W on Saturday night. Let's get out of here with W. That sounds good. All right, I want to thank Georgia State's head football coach, as always, Sean Elliott, joining us tonight, Georgia State and Troy here at Center Park Stadium. We're back with the uh, starting lineups and the opening kickoff from Center Park Stadium after this timeout. Two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Up Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. 
representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe. The Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190. We're counting down to kick off with Georgia State football. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta, Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle. Georgia Power is the official energy sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Georgia State football. Move about new ways to stay connected at Georgia Power. Here's the starting lineup tonight for Georgia State. Your quarterback will be Darren Granger, the running back Marcus Carroll. Tight end, Amon Green. The receivers, Robert Lewis, Talik Williams, Jakaius Cradle. Along that offensive line, the left tackle, Travis Glover. Left guard, Jonathan Brown. The center is Avery Reese. Trevor Timmons is the right guard. Montavious Cunningham at right tackle. When Georgia State's defensive unit is on the field, the defensive ends, Javon Dennis and Tylan Dunlap. Henry Bryant, the nose guard. Shimon McCullum or Kevin Swint. The outside linebacker spot, inside linebackers, John Trey Hunter and Justin Abraham. Safeties, Jeremiah Johnson and Ty G. Leach. The star is Ronald Cooper. Your cornerbacks, Gavin Pringle and Bryce Brown. The place kicking handled by Liam Rickman. Punter is Cade Loggins. Kickoffs handled by Braden McAllister. The head coach in his seventh season is Sean Elliott. The Troy Trojans. Here in Atlanta tonight, led by quarterback Gunnar Watson and running back Kamani Vidal. The head coach is John Sumrall. For Georgia State, an opportunity to go 5-0. and Never done that before in the history of the program. But then again, we've never been 3-0 and and we've never been 4-0. and Yeah, you've just answered your own question, Dave. There's every week we get in here. Now, I don't want to be 4-1, and but Troy's a good team now. They, they can play, and their loss is, you know, the most recent to James Madison, and that's an undefeated team. They're, they're big where they need to be. They, they don't do a great job of getting to the quarterback, but they can deliver pressure. Um, they're weaker against the pass than they are against the run, so I think that you know our ability to find open receivers and keep the sticks moving, that'll be a key to tonight's ballgame. All right, coming up next here from Center Park Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia State football and the Troy Trojans next here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is Georgia State University Panthers football. Handed off Tucker Gregg into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia State. Panthers football is made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Now with the play-by-play, the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. Hi again, Panther fans. Georgia State football back on the radio tonight from Atlanta, Georgia. Center Park Stadium expecting a great crowd tonight for this showdown in the Sunbelt Conference between Georgia State and the Troy Trojans. Georgia State coming in undefeated at 4-0 and on the season. Trojans coming in at 2-2. Two and two. And as Harper LaBelle and I were talking about in our countdown to kickoff Panther pregame show, over Coastal Carolina last Thursday night. A win tonight over Troy would give Georgia State back-to-back wins over the two programs that played for the Sun Belt Conference Championship a year ago. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Great night for football here in Atlanta. Georgia State looking to go 5-0 and for the first time ever. Yeah, I was almost thinking, Dave, that we should play this game. You know, they start playing in the day, Sun Belt does. Because of the heat, they do it. In the afternoons in October, but we're not quite there yet. But what a, you know, 86, 85 degrees today. It's a cool evening right now. Skies are clear. Great night for football. 
not in any win that we need to worry about, at least none that we can see. So uh, play well, hold on to the football, avoid penalties, and let's see what happens. Stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Atlanta tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Georgia State has won the coin toss. The Panthers elect to receive, handling the kickoffs for the Trojans, is number 46, Zach Long. And back deep for the Panthers tonight in this first series is the wide receiver, Talik Williams. Georgia State blue pants, blue jerseys, white numerals, blue helmets, black pants, white jerseys, maroon numerals, black helmets for the Troy Trojans. Troy with a little bit of a funky kickoff routine as we get ready for this one tonight. Again, Talik Williams standing back just inside the five-yard line awaiting the kickoff. And here we go. And Georgia State football underway tonight here from Center Park Stadium. That kick ends up out of bounds. Got a penalty flag right out of the gate. And the Panthers should have pretty good field position. Yeah, a little bit low, but a nice kick. Just pulled it. Free kick out of bounds. On the kicking team, the ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. I was just going to say, we'll take over in better field position than what normal would be, 35-yard line. Panthers on the right hash. They're going to go from right to left across your radio dial. And... Champions turn it up when they need to. It's time for Georgia State to be champions, and let's see what happens here. Kadarius Thompson looks like he's going to be a starter tonight on the left side. Marcus Carroll in the backfield. One setback. Got a man in motion in Talik Williams. Here's the first snap. It's going to be a run play here, and that's actually a short pass play to Amon Green, the tight end, up across the 40, across the 45. He gets hit pretty hard. After gaining 15 yards, he gets run out of bounds into the Georgia State sideline. That ball just inside the 50-yard line in Georgia State territory. And first down, yep. first down play right out of the gate. Two steps back. Granger now chased out of the pocket. Down the field. It's up. It's caught. Robert Lewis at the 20. Across the 15. Big play right out of the gate by the Panthers. Robert Lewis, 39 yards later. Georgia State in the red zone at the 12-yard line. Great job of Darren Granger stepping out to his right-hand side, setting his feet, and seeing Robert Lewis while he was open and getting him the ball quick. Snap on first down. They're going to hand the football off, and it's going to be a run playoff right tackle there by Marcus Carroll. Marcus Carroll so far is number one in the country with eight rushing touchdowns. He's ranked fifth in the country in FBS football on an average of 127 rushing yards per ball game. No gain there on that one. Jaden McDonald makes the play. The linebacker, he's a junior. Nice play there by Jaden. Empty backfield now. Football at the 12. Second down at 10. And it's going to be a snap to Granger. Granger at the 10. And the turf monster tripped him up as he got across the 10-yard line. That'll be a pickup of four. And it'll put the Panthers at the 8-yard line. Nice keeper there by Darren Granger. Well, he was going to keep it the whole way. It was a design quarterback keeper. Goes along the left-hand side. Good job by Travis Glover on the block. But uh, linebackers were able to make the play. It looks like Keyshawn Swanson, the strong safety, ends up making the stop there. Ball at the 8-yard line. Marcus Carroll now going to shift out as a wideout. Granger looking. Pressure. Granger going to unload. And it's intercepted inside the 5. Well, the first interception of the season 
Oshai Fletcher, a senior out of Huntsville, Alabama. He was throwing it out of bounds, but he lost his footing. He was being hit right as he let go of the ball, and it kind of stayed in the air. And it was picked off right there on the sideline. I thought that the defensive back was going to step out of bounds or at least fall out of bounds. Yeah, Darren, Darren throwing it off his back foot and being dragged down at the same time. Way to go up there and get it. Uh, and he got one foot in. So, yep. Oshai Fletcher, senior defensive back with the first pick and a turnover. They'll take over at the three-yard line. Panther defense has to make a stop. So here comes the Georgia State defensive unit. Trojans first and ten from their own three, left to right across your radio dial. Here's Gunnar Watson. They're going to hand a football off to Vidal. Kid out of Marietta High School, Marietta, Georgia. Nice run up across the five, close to the seven. And that'll be a gain of about four. Isaiah Guy starting out, the redshirt freshman out of Ocala at cornerback. You pointed out that Bryce Brown not available for tonight's ball game. Second down at six after that four-yard gain there by Vidal. And the ball placed at the seven-yard line. Watson out of the shotgun. They put a man in motion at Stoudemire. And Vidal ran into him. They're going to throw the football, and it is caught just inside the 20-yard line. On the reception was number 11, Deshaun Stoudemire. Stoudemire picks up his 14th catch of the season. And we'll bring up first down now. Ball placed at the 19-yard line for the Troy Trojans. Now, Vidal was in the pistol right behind his quarterback. He bumps into him. He goes in the wrong direction. And I thought that that was going to be enough to deflect the pass. But Stoudemire with a nice catch at the 19. Watson, a 58% completion rate. Here's a little swing pla- pass out on the flat here. Running near side is Vidal. He'll get tackled as he comes across the 20 up to the uh, 21, that's Justin Abraham, one of the Georgia State starting inside linebackers on the tackle there for the Panthers. Gain of two, second down and eight, ball at the 21, 11.40 on a turning clock here early in the first quarter. Georgia State was motoring downfield. And the first interception thrown this year by Darren Granger has Troy Moving the other direction. Watson near hash out of the shotgun. Vidal lines up to his right. This is going to be a pass play. Watson going to look at a man across the middle. It's there and it's caught across the 25. Uh, Jabari Barber on the catch. Yards after the catch. That'll be a Troy first down. Little slant route coming from the left side of the side. He fell out of his left shoe. Yeah, it might have been Cody Jones who just stepped into the ball game just prior to that play for the first time. Man-to-man coverage. Just receivers, two of them on the left-hand side. One just a little drag route underneath. Gunner uh, was able to hit him for the first down at the 33 ball on the right hash. 15th catch of the season for Barber. Play action. Another swing pass out on the flat. It's there, and it is caught by Peyton Higgins, his fourth catch of the year. 5'10", sophomore out of Florence, Alabama. And it looks like that is good for another Troy first down. So Georgia State was moving quickly downfield. Troy's doing the same thing. Yeah, nice little catch there. And the yards after the catch, he keeps his feet, avoids a tackle, takes three Panthers to bring this young man down. He's not much bigger than a postage stamp. He comes out of the ball game right now, replaced by Stoudemire, who had the first big catch for Troy. This is going to be a direct snap. Watson now will shuffle back in. He had lined up as a wideout to the right. Now he'll hustle over and take the snap. Two steps up, looking downfield, got a man, it's there, and it's caught. Barbie, uh, Barber again, Jabri Barber, 
another Troy first down, and they are picking apart Georgia State secondary so far. That was good for about a 31-yard gain. Obviously, another Troy first down, and the Trojans are now inside the red zone at the 18-yard line in Georgia State territory. Yeah, a little pitch and catch there. They uh, faked the Wildcat, and by the time... Everybody got moved back into place. Gunnar Watson looks off the left side. We had some pressure, and I think we'll get some here later tonight. But so far, the younger, only one senior on the offensive line for Troy, uh, they're doing a good job blocking. A new running back in the ballgame is Damian Taylor out of Northport, Alabama. He tries to run in between the tackles straight ahead. Maybe picked up a yard, maybe not. He got three. A good field position and marked there by the officials for Troy. Actually, it looks like they ended up giving him four, yeah. second down and six at the Georgia State 14-yard line. Stoudemire wide out, along with Chris Lewis over here to the near side. Taylor stays in the ballgame. Lined up right behind Gunnar Watson. Out of Butler, Georgia, senior, 6'3", 210. And they're going to run it straight up the middle. Taylor gets tripped up inside the five. A touchdown-saving tackle there by Taiji Leach, but Troy is knocking on the door. Boy, how big was that interception there for yeah, Darren Granger? Absolutely. Another pickup, first down and goal at the four-yard line. Ball on the left hash. They're just pushing. Uh, good job by the offensive lineman. They're bringing another big body in. Looks like uh, 69, Colby Smith, who's the backup right tackle. He's going to be lined up as a tight end. Same so thing, Wa Watson lining up as a wideout over here to the near side. they got two backs in. Vidal and Taylor. It's going to be a direct snap to Vidal, and he will get to the get back to the five. Good penetration by Javon Dennis, a defensive end, slipping underneath the block to get in the backfield. He missed, but he slowed up the feet of Taylor and made it difficult for him to get back to the line of scrimmage. But they'll give him forward progress back to the four. It's second down. Second and goal again from the four. Right at eight minutes to play here in the first quarter. Troy threatening. Watson out of the shotgun. Kamani Vidal going to take the handoff, going to run it, and runs right into two Panthers. Henry no. Bryant. Yep, Henry Bryant right there. The transfer from Louisville. And a redshirt sophomore out of Delray Beach wrapped him up around the upper waist. Yeah, didn't let go, and then John Trey Hunter and a couple others were ended up finishing that tackle. Again, they give him forward progress. He might have lost maybe a foot, but it's still now third down and goal from the four. Watson. This is going to be out of the shotgun. Vidal lines up to his right. Here's the snap. Watson rolling out over here to the near side. He's got to get and rid he's going to get hit as he gets rid of the football. John Trey Hunter with a great hit right when he was getting ready to deliver it. No one open in the corner of the end zone. Fall, ball falls down incomplete. John Trey wrapped him up around the upper knee, lower thigh area. Nice hit. Great Got job. Got in the waist. I'm sorry, Dave. Go ahead. Great yeah. job by Georgia State defensively to keep them out of the end zone. Well, they didn't have any third downs until then, so they're 0 for 1 on third downs. But, boy, they moved the ball pretty efficiently down the field from their own three-yard line to our four. Taylor Ren, uh, Scott Taylor Renfro on to attempt the field goal. This will be about a 22-yarder. He's 6 of 7 on the year. And the kick is up. It is on the way, and it is good. Trojans putting points on the board first here. 
converting the Darren Granger interception. They start at their own three and will end up as about a 22-yard field goal, maybe a 21-yard field goal. We'll get the official ruling on that. But the Trojans strike first with 7.07 to go, officially 22 yards. And Troy now leads Georgia State. 3-0. The Red Hat on the field here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium signaling immediate timeout. We'll take it with them. We're back in 60 seconds from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Now, more Georgia State football on 97.5 Glory FM. Heard online at WGTJRadio.com. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, Troy 3, Georgia State nothing. Tonight's game broadcast presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union. The drive after the Oshai Fletcher interception Troy starting out at their own three-yard line. They go 93 yards, Harper, 12 plays and 6.02. Six minutes, two seconds, and they split the uprights uh, with a field goal. Yeah, and prior to that, Dave, first quarter, Georgia State throughout the season, they've outscored their opponent 35-3. to Now it's 35-6 to in the first quarter, so you can say it's a pretty nice number to see. We're 44 points for and 24 against in the second quarter but uh, fast start is what Sean Elliott wants and we were right there where we needed to be it was third and about four from the seven or eight yard line that interception ends up giving the ball back to Troy and so we'll take over right now with uh, the uh, uh, early deficit we haven't played behind uh, very much at all this season so be interesting to see how the offense responds to that as we approach the kickoff. Zach Long will kick it away. Talik Williams back inside the five. This will land on the P in Panthers. End zone to our right. Ball comes out to the 25 for Georgia State. Again, down 3 nothing. Panthers coming off that Thursday night 30-17 win at Coastal Carolina. And one of the games on the schedule tonight, Coastal Carolina is down at Statesboro Southern. Should be a good one. Yeah, that game just getting underway. Coastal ahead 7-0 with 9.31 reported in the first quarter, remaining to play. Marcus Carroll as Georgia State starts out at their own 25 near hash. Amon Green, the tight end in motion towards the near side. And it's going to be a handoff. Marcus Carroll gets across the 25, across the 30, 35. They can't get Marcus down until he gets across the 40. Georgia State first down, Don Callis finally able to get number 23, Marcus Carroll, down to the turf. 
17 yards on the pickup. Great job of Marcus keeping his feet. And number 44, Jordan Stringer, had a chance to get him but wasn't able to bring him down. Pass out on the flat. Screen pass far side of the field. It's there. It's caught by Robert Lewis. And that's going to be five. Yep, yep. going to be good for a five-yard pickup. Second down at five coming up now for the Panthers. They place the ball at the Georgia State 47-yard line, 625 on a turning clock. Empty backfield, five wide. Granger now looking. Goes the safe route. And finds over on the far side of the field, Amon Green. Green. Yep. Yep. Tackled by Jordan Stringer. We just mentioned him a moment ago. Amon lining out way outside, just running a little stop route. Darren had some difficulty finding guys downfield, so it was his dump off right there. We only pick up about three. Ball's right at the 50-yard line. We need two for a first down. Green now in motion here towards the near side. And they're going to go and hand the football off Marcus Carroll. I'll take those two yards plus a yard or a half a yard. First down, Georgia State on the run by Marcus Carroll. And the Panthers convert on third down. Jaden McDonald on the tackle there. You and I were talking 53% on third down conversion opportunities for Georgia State. Keeps that offense on the field. Here's the snap to Granger. And there's a whistle. Troy didn't hear it. Well, none of the offensive linemen heard it. The headlinesman over there on the sideline, we were uh, we're offsides. We, we had our re- wide receivers, they jumped a little early. False start. Offense, number 16, five-yard penalty, first down. Wasn't sure if it was going to be Talik, who it was, or Kadarius. One of the two jumped. I was watching something different. First penalty of the ball game there for Georgia State. Puts the ball back in their territory. They were in the Troy 47. They'll go back to their own 48, take over first and 15. Right at five minutes to go, first quarter down, 3 nothing here to the Trojans. Granger trying to draw them off sides. Nice contingent of Troy Trojan fans making the trip over. Snap on the way to Granger. Darren's going to hand it off to Marcus Carroll. Marcus zigs, Marcus zags up across the 45 into Troy territory, lowered that right shoulder. And runs into Urshad Davis, who took the brunt of that Marcus Carroll right shoulder lean-in. Yeah, Javon Solomon, number six, maybe a late hit there. He's done it a couple of times. Back on the ball quickly, another handoff to Marcus. Got a flag thrown as he runs in behind right tackle on second down and five. Let's see who this is against. Might be a hold on the offensive line here. Holding. Offense number 76, 10-yard penalty, second down. Jonathan Brown, yep, left he, guard. Yep. So that's, what, two penalties? In three plays. Not good. What Marcus Carroll was doing was going to his right once he got the ball, and he wanted to plant his feet and cut back. But everyone was blocking to their right on the offensive line, and you don't want to give an opening to anybody knowing Marcus will cut it back but uh, that ends up being a 10 yarder ball back at the 48 yard line again so now it's second down and 15 at the 48 here's Darren looking got a man across the middle looking for a flag Kadarius Thompson the intended receiver no flags thrown Thompson out of Florence Alabama he's been around this Georgia State program now he's a red shirt senior and becoming an impact player on the receiving core now for Sean Elliott's Panthers. Third down and 15 for the Panthers. Ball still at their own 48-yard line. 
senior defensive back, Reddy Stewart, there, just not allowing anyone to get inside of him on a coverage standpoint. So third and long now. Jakari Carter in motion here to the near side. Here's the snap to Granger. Two steps back. Darren looking. Going to have to dump it off. It's going to be to Marcus Carroll, far side. Marcus, beautiful spin move to get back to the original line of scrimmage before the penalty. And the Panthers punting unit will have to come on the field. It's going to bring up fourth down. They still needed nine more yards to convert. And that's tough to do on a run play. So With a nice little fake there. He's still got about six, but uh, we needed 15. So that forces a punt. Another opportunity to pin Troy back. They started from their own three-yard line on the first drive. This one will be anywhere inside the 15, it, it may appear. Jabri Barber awaiting the punt from Loggins. And he will signal for the fair catch just inside the 15-yard line. One number I meant to point out going back to Troy's 93-yard drive, Harper, and ultimately a field goal. One of the best stats is the best red zone defenses in FBS football through four weeks. Number one, Syracuse. Number two, Duke. Number three, Michigan. Number four, Texas. Who's number five? That would be the Panthers, Dave. Look at that, Georgia State. Number five, pass red zone defense. Well, our our pass defense isn't exactly the, the greatest that's ever been seen. And we give up about 311 yards in our passing game overall. But uh, we're still working on making it better, and we'll talk about that when we come back from the break. Yep, got a media timeout here in Atlanta, 3.23 to go. Tro- Troy will have the ball first and 10 from their own 14. On the other side of this two-minute timeout, a 60-second timeout, I should say, 60-second break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale. More than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. It's Saturday Night College Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia State football on the radio network tonight, brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Let's take a look at the scoreboard here in the Sun Belt. Coastal Carolina on the road there in Statesboro, beating Georgia Southern 7-0. That's with uh, just a little bit under five minutes in the first quarter. Texas State is in Hattiesburg. They're up 20 to nothing in the first. 20 to nothing. Goodness gracious. Look at Texas State. They can score. Uh, later tonight, Appalachian State is at UL Monroe. Some finals. Arkansas State's uh, they're 3-2 they're and two now. They beat UMass up in Massachusetts, 52-28. Marshall at home ends up beating Old Dominion. They're 4-0 and right now. Minnesota ends up beating Louisiana, 35-24. 
Trojans coming out of the media timeout. Going to go with a run play with Vidal on the first play, and he's not getting a whole lot, if anything, there. Great job there by Georgia State on that run play. Javon Dennis with a nice stop, kind of lunging a little bit to get back to the inside. Did a great job of fighting across the, the right tackle to go inside towards where the guard was, and he makes that stop. Second down and eight inside of three minutes to go here in the first quarter. Troy a 3-0 lead. Watson out of the shotgun. Nadal stays in at running back. Here's the snap. They're going to go play action. He's going to step up, going to make a throw, and it's going to be caught a little underthrown, but beautifully caught there by Jabri Barber, the junior out of Dothan, who picks up a big first down for the Troy Trojans. 36 maybe 37 yards into Georgia State territory. Deep drag route from uh, left side. He catches it way over by the right uh, where the numbers are before he's knocked out of bounds at the 47-yard line in Georgia State territory. Big first down. Now ball at the Georgia State 47. Watson again out of the shotgun. And they will go with a run play with Kamadi Vidal. And he'll get swallowed up as he tries to run in between the tackles. Travis Glover's in there. Jotre Hunter, Justin Abraham all in there in blue for the Georgia State Panthers. Making that stop. They'll give him a yard on the on the uh, ball carry there. Second down and nine coming up as they place the ball at the Georgia State 46. Well, we've got a stingy run defense. We average 89 yards. Well, our opponents average 89 yards on the ground. Well, good job there by the defensive front. Forces second and long. Second and nine again from the 46. Snap to Watson. One step back. Hits the tight end over here in the near side. Number 89, Clayt Allendeek. 6'4", 240, senior from Cresco, Iowa. Comes up with the catch. His first of the football game. John Trey Hunter there to shove him out of bounds for the Panthers. That's a pickup of six. And it's third down and three now. Ball at the 40-yard line. Well, you wonder what Troy might do in this situation. Again, they're going from left to right. You've got the ability to run it, but I think they're going to do either some play action or RPO, take advantage of the situation. Keep an eye on Barber. And plenty of room. It's going to be a keeper there by Watson. And he will, a la Darren Granger, tuck it and run straight ahead and pick up the first down. He didn't go far back in his drop, maybe three steps at all, but... Big hole along the right-hand side. Too tantalizing to give up. He decided to go for it. He needed four. He he got five. Actually, he got four on that, but first down at the 36-yard line. New set of downs for the Trojans. We'll see if they have time to go with one more play. I doubt it here because we're we're down to five seconds. So this is going to be the end of the first quarter. Although Watson looks like he wants to take the snap. It's all zeros in the clock. First quarter is in the books here at Center Park Stadium. And the Trojans are going to take a 3-0 lead over Georgia State into the second quarter here at the stadium. Great night for football. Panther defense being called upon again to slow the Trojans down. We'll tell you about it on the other side of this timeout when in We'll talk about it in the second quarter. Back after this two-minute break from Atlanta, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network.
When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. Lusop Kia in Cumming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Cumming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Cumming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Your radio station for Georgia State football is 97.5 Glory FM. Now back to Atlanta with Dave and Harper. Dave Cohen, Harper, LaBelle back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Second quarter upon us. That first quarter seemed to go pretty quickly and only three points scored. A field goal for the Troy Trojans. Yeah, sure did. One of the things that Troy has done pretty well this season is their time of possession. They average almost three and a half minutes. It's 322 to be exact, more than their opponents, while Georgia State is a negative four minutes and 30 seconds. So quick drives by Georgia State, ending up with a lot of touchdowns and giving your opponent the ball back uh, with, with plenty of time. That's what we've done so far in this 4-0 run that we've had. But uh, Troy took care of two possessions there, driving all the way down the field to settle for a field goal on their first possession. Clock runs out at the end of their second possession where they take over first and 10 from the 36-yard line. They'll be going from right to left, ball on the right hash. Troy did a good job right now. they got 143 total yards, 118 of those in the air. Their quarterback, Gunnar Watson, is 7 of 8. 88% completion percentage for that young man, and he's done a fantastic job so far. Panthers need to slow him down. So Troy coming out here to start the second quarter. They've got the ball at the Georgia State 36. Damian Taylor, the sophomore running back. Devontae Ross goes in motion. Fake the handoff. It's going to be a throw from Watson. Caught by Ross on the far side of the field. Just enough for the first down. And I mean just enough for the first down. Probably the length of a football. Well, he ran a great route. He, he stopped at 12 yards and came back to the sideline and catches it at 9 and falls forward for an extra yard before he's pushed out of bounds. Now they're going to run it with Damian Taylor. Taylor 
Gets across the 25, close to the 20, 20 of the 19-yard line. We'll see what they give him on that carry before he's dropped there by Jeremiah Johnson. Shamar McCullum into the ball game. Kevin Swint will head to the sideline. Swint, the transfer from Clemson. McCullum, the transfer a couple of seasons ago from Wake Forest. Got to get some pressure here, if possible, on Watson. Second down at four. They put the ball right at the Georgia State 20. Fake the handoff. Going to throw across, and it's incomplete. Intended receiver was Chris Lewis, the sophomore from Pleasant Grove, Alabama. And will bring up third down and four. Well, Shamar McCollum ends up coming in from the right side. Now, Jordan Venziel also. Jordan gets close enough to Gunner to force him to let go of that ball early. As Dave said, on that little slant route, the ball was behind him. It was an inward breaking route that ends up being behind him and falls incomplete. Third down, and you need a full four yards. Ball again right at the Georgia State 20-yard line. They're one for two on third down conversions. Vidal back in it, running back. Watson takes the snap, two steps back, going to fire, got a man. It's caught by Ross, and he I'm telling you, he is right on the line, whether or not that's a first down or not. Yeah, they'll give it to him. Well, they, haven't, they have not started to move the sticks no, as haven't. of yet. Wow. I thought for sure they'd just give it to him. He catches it. His foot hits the 15-yard line, but they're going to move it back to the 16. Not sure if Coach John Summerall would like to... Uh, challenge that spot but where he went down that's a lot different because it's not forward progress when you try to keep yourself upright they're going to measure it yeah you couldn't be any closer but even from our angle here in the home radio booth it looks like yeah, if the sticks are accurate and sometimes they're not when they're on the sideline because you don't know exactly where that mark is they're close but uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a thin, and they don't really like doing this anymore it slows the game down they don't want to slow it down Nope, he didn't get it, Dave. No, he didn't get it. By at least, I'm going to say the length of half of a football. We'll go with the half foot. Yeah, six inches, give or take. Well, so well, Troy. brings up a fourth down. Now, what do you do, right? What does uh, John Summerall do? You kick the field goal, or do you run it up the middle? You have a play-action pass, but you've really done a good job thus far of moving the football against this Panther defense. So the ball is on the field is the ball is short of the line to gain third down. Fourth down and less than a yard. The previous play is under video review. Yeah, I think they'll give it to him if it's a video review. By the way, our referee tonight leading the uh, crew is Scott Broadway. And he and one of the other officials going to make their way all the way down to the other end of the field at the 15. Gentlemen in the green vest will hand him the headsets, and they will be in communication with the video replay booth. Yeah, for a split second, the ball is at the 15-yard line. <laughs> Our video board doesn't mind showing plays like that. You go on, on the road, and they won't show that if it's uh, for the opponent. But here's my issue. If the runner ends up giving himself up and trying to stay upright and goes back, then it, it would be a good mark putting it at the 16-yard line. So again, the previous play on that third down play is under review. And we'll so let you know yeah. as soon as Scott Broadway knows. Well, the runner gives himself up, meaning he doesn't go forward and just go straight down. He tries to stay up, and as he's pulled backwards, 
I want to say that's Gavin Pringle making the tackle there. Can't tell because he's already on the ground. It is Gavin. And it's not where contact is. And then his knee goes down and he rises back up. At least that's what I'm seeing. As soon as he gets hit, looks like his knee goes down and touches the ground for a split second. And if that's the case, then uh, wherever he is, the play's over. But he goes back a little bit, spins. Dave, yep. you're, you and Rick are watching the TV right next to you, 40-inch television. I'm watching the big screen across the stadium. After video review, the room on the field calls that stands. Third down. Oh, interesting. Fourth down. He keeps saying third. Correction. Fourth down. Fourth down, yeah. What 40-inch television are you referring to? The one right there. That's Well, it's 30-inch 30, 30 television. Well, nice job by Georgia State cornerback Gavin Pringle. And the Panthers trying to get this crowd here at Center Park. Standing and cheering as they get ready to defend on fourth and one. Ball at the 16-yard line. Well, it looks like they're going to go for it now. Whether or not they try to get one of the Panthers to jump off sides, where they actually run the play. Watson will take the snap under center. Yeah, it looks like they're going to do a lot of motion, and they're going to yep. see if Georgia State. Now he's going to back out from under center. Vidal lines up to his left. Ten on the play clock. Oh, one and of their guys moved. One of the guys for the Trojans. Early movement. False start. Yeah. Offense number 67. Five-yard penalty. Fourth down. The oh. left guard, Grant Betts. He's on two. Yeah, it looks like, uh, well, on the right side, too. 67, he ends up jumping. That's, uh, well, he's listed at left guard, but he's playing right tackle here on that one. So now it's a field goal attempt. That'll be about 31 yards. Uh, oh, correction, 38, correction, 38, 38, 38 yards, yeah. yeah. Scott Taylor Renfro, the sophomore from right there in Troy, 7 of 8 on his field goal attempts this year. From 38, ball down, the kick is up, it's on its way, and it is good. Thought that might sway to the left a little bit, but nonetheless, Georgia State holds defensively. Troy a big penalty on fourth and less than a yard. And they will settle for three on a 38-yard field goal from Scott Taylor Renfro. Media timeout here in Atlanta, early second quarter, 13-12 to go. Troy 6, Georgia State nothing. Back in 60 seconds, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. 
Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. It's Saturday Night College Football on 97.5 Glory FM. Now back to Atlanta with David Harper. Troy 6, Georgia State nothing, 13-12 to go here in the second quarter. Tonight's game broadcast presented by the folks at Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Center Park Credit Union Stadium and Georgia State University Athletics. Center Park, a community-based credit union. 38-yard field goal, Scott Taylor Renfro capping a 10-play drive that covers 64 yards, 5 minutes, 11 seconds time of the drive. Well, Gunnar Watson kind of setting it on fire right now. The quarterback for Troy, he's 9 for 11 for 131 yards so far. Leading rusher is Damon Taylor, three attempts. He's got 20 yards. Vidal, who's their... Their number one guy, he's got 514 yards on 79 carries. He's averaging six and a half yards per carry. He has five attempts here today for a total of seven yards. Only 1.4 on the average for him. So Panthers defense, two stymies now right now. They've given up two field goals when the ball is in the red zone on two occasions for Troy. And now Panther offense has to respond. Quick touchdown with... Put us right in the ball game and give us the lead. Zach Long handling the kickoffs for the Trojans tonight from the 35. Talik Williams back deep for Georgia State. And this will sail way, low, way over his head. It'll come out the back of the end zone. The ball will come out to the 25. And that's where Darren Granger and the Panthers offense will hit the field with 13-12 to go here in the second quarter. Numbers for Granger tonight, 5 of 7, 67 yards. And again, the one interception. Well, we'll start again. We're going left to right. Put the ball on the left hash. Looks like Robert Lewis will be alone. No, I'm sorry. I'm on green. We'll set up to the right-hand side as the tight end. And Robert is inside the numbers. Snap to Granger. Chased out of the pocket. And he's going to tuck it. He's going to go ahead and run. Avoids a couple of oncoming tacklers across the 30 up to the 35. Close to the 36-yard line. Goes about nine yards. It'll bring up second down. Let's see where they spot that football. It'll be right at the 34. So a nine-yard scamper there. Something out of nothing for Darren Granger. He'll take the snap quickly. Give it off to Marcus Carroll. Carroll's going to pick up that first down. He lunges ahead up to the 36-yard line. Raymond cuts on the tackle there for the Trojans. Boy, Cuts did a great job of penetrating. He got in the backfield about two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Almost was a tackle for loss, but Marcus Carroll doing a great job of keeping his feet and fights for the first down and gets it at the 35. Near hash. Granger again going to keep it. Again, zigs and zags, avoiding oncoming Trojan tacklers, but doesn't escape that time. Number 44, linebacker Jordan Stringer, sophomore out of Augusta, Georgia. There to make the tackle. Yard pickup, second down and nine. Ball placed at the 37. Jakari Carter in motion. Low snap. Granger, though, going to roll out here to the near side. And the Ah. throw is dropped by Robert Lewis across the 45. Robert had his shoulders squared up to Darren, and there was a nice little hole in that zone coverage. Ball hits him right in the hands. It's one of those rare drops that you see. It's a Troy defender. Number 44, Jordan Stringer, the linebacker, was nearby. He might have 
yelled or tried to intimidate him in no way, shape, or form. That'll come back now. Robert will get a bunch of nice catches because of that. That should upset him. Third down and nine. Again, Carter in motion near side. Two wideouts both sides. Granger steps up. Going to dump it across the middle to Marcus Carroll. Breaks one tackle across the 45 up to the 50-yard line. 12 yards. That's a Georgia State first down. Great yards after the catch after a spin move there by Marcus Carroll. Now Marcus feeling that there was going to be some pressure to his right. He spins to his left and uh, wide open spaces for him. Uh, we got one of our linemen. Is that Cunningham? Montavious Cunningham is out of the game right now. Ben Chukmama is in. He'll be playing right tackle for at least a play. He's 280 out of Austell, Georgia. There at right tackle. Here's the snap. And they fake the handoff. And it gets over to Carter. Ah. Carter got hit. Stayed on his feet and then lost his footing. And the Panthers are going to lose yards on that play. Reddy Stewart sniffed that one out. A quick little flat route there by Jakari. And he he avoids going down. But in staying up, he loses a few yards. And then his feet slip from underneath him. And he ends up with a five-yard, four-yard loss on that play. Second down at 14 at the 45. Amon Green goes in motion. You know, Reddy Stewart out of Decatur, Alabama. He's been one of the better corners in the league. Here's a keeper here by Darren Granger. And Granger across the 50 again, up to about the 47. That's about eight yards on that run. It'll bring up third down now for the Panthers. Third and six. Georgia State on third downs tonight. Right at 50%. Two out of four. Panthers going to stack three wide as Carter motors on over to the left side. Granger out of the shotgun with Marcus Carroll lined up. One set back in the backfield. Carter in motion comes back over here to the near side. Here's the snap to Granger. Darren under pressure going to dump it off. Marcus Carroll. Carroll's got room at the 40. 35. Across the 30. Panthers are going to pick up the first down. They'll convert on third and six yards after the catch. Good for a 20-yard scamper there. By Marcus Carroll, Georgia State at the 28-yard line. Did a great job of pinballing, zigzagging in back and forth, and uh, it's at the 28 is first down. Quick snack, Granger gets it over here to Robert Lewis. Robert triple tackled as he gets across the 20 down to the 18-yard line. He held on that time, and he's got the Panthers inside the red zone. First down at the 18-yard line, gain of 10 on that last play. He's in motion now, far side. And it's going to be a quick keeper here by Granger. Granger's going to get wrapped up and dropped by Del Pettis, the senior safety out of Harvest, Alabama. Darren tried to give Dell a nice little fake, a little wiggle, and Dell didn't buy it. So a one-yard pickup, maybe two with forward progress. Yep, they'll give him an extra yard. He's second and eight now. In the red zone is Davis. It's Marcus Carroll way out by the, actually he's by the sideline. Free play. It, yep. Granger going to throw towards the end zone, and it's incomplete. Could have been another flag on pass interference there that time by Oshai Fletcher, but nonetheless there was movement right before the snap by Troy. Well, the offensive line now, at least once a game, Dave, they do that where they don't move. The only one that moves is Avery Reese where he snaps the ball, but it's on two. The ball will be snapped. Hut, hut. Yeah, there's definitely some pressure there on number 11, Oshai, as we look at the replay on Amon Green there. 
Ball placed at the 16-yard line. Peter Kikwata in and a wide out here near side. Sean Elliott's going to burn a timeout. Timeout. Georgia State, their first. And that's going to lead us into immediate timeout here in Atlanta with 8.46 to go. And Troy holding on to a two-field goal, 6-0 lead over Georgia State with the Panthers threatening here in the second ball at the 16-yard line. We'll take the media timeout as well. Back to Atlanta following this 60-second timeout here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hello, this is Robin Zander. Hello, this is Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick for Rad. Some people think it's fun to drive drunk, but that's unacceptable. Be smart. If you drink, don't drive. Think ahead and choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, and so should you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is a public service announcement test from TakeMeFishing.org to determine if you need a fishing license and boat registration before heading out on the water. Let us begin. Are you a bear? Do you have a beak? Do you have plumage? Please tell me you answered no, which means you need to get a fishing license and have your boat registered because it helps local conservation efforts protect the very natural resources you enjoy boating and fishing in for generations to come. Do your part at TakeMeFishing.org. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, 6-0 Troy leading Georgia State. Georgia State football on the radio network tonight, brought to you in part by Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital and Center Park Credit Union, a community-minded credit union, also by the Georgia State University Bookstore and the Georgia State University Alumni Association. 8.46 to go here in quarter number two. Good crowd tonight here in Atlanta. Great weather-wise night for college football here at Center Park Stadium and just waiting for Georgia State to get some points on the board. Yeah, no kidding. I thought we had a penalty there on that previous play when the offensive line doesn't move. It's usually snapped because someone is on the wrong side of the ball defensively. Free play. And then there was no play in the the end zone there uh, against Amon Green, our tight end. So double dipping right there in terms of our referees but that forces a third and eight now the ball's at the 16 yard line we're going to come out of the break with trips left marcus carroll literally just a step or two from the sideline as far away as you can get now normally you'd want him to come back and be a back but now if they spread the season right now the safeties are out of the middle of the field watch an eye on uh, darren to see if there's a run that he might put together up the middle. Third down and eight. Ball at the 16-yard line. Near hash. Empty backfield. Three to the left. Two wideouts near side. Snap to Granger. Darren, two steps back. Pressure coming. Got to unload. Finds Peter Kikwata. Kikwata holds on inside the 10-yard line at the nine. Nice job to get open and find a spot in the zone by Kikwata. And for Darren Granger to find him. It looks like we're going to go for it. On fourth down and a full yard. Now the left hash, Granger. Clapping, looking back over at the sideline. Three wide near side, two to the far side for the Panthers. And now Troy is going to burn a timeout. Yep. Timeout. Troy. They're first. Well, you know what? That's going to lead us into another media timeout. 8.14 to go. 
Troy 6, Georgia State nothing. We'll take it with them back in 60 seconds from Atlanta tonight. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is Edward James Olmos. Did you know that today one out of every four American kids is Hispanic? That means many of the future doctors, engineers, and entrepreneurs of our country can be your kids. We all know how hard it is for you to send them to college. This is why many support you. And the Hispanic Scholarship Fund helps you prepare, plan, and pay for your kids' college education. Learn more at hsf.net. Brought to you by the Hispanic Scholarship Fund and the Ad Council. There's a threat targeting America. Lyme disease. Spread by tiny ticks, this dangerous disease can cause life-changing health problems and is now more widespread than West Nile tuberculosis and HIV-AIDS combined. So it's time for us to target Lyme disease. That means checking for ticks when you've been outside and seeing a doctor if you experience the warning signs, which can include joint pain and flu-like symptoms. Learn how you can target Lyme disease at targetlyme.org. to go here in the second quarter. 6-0 Troy. Tonight's game broadcast presented by the folks at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Also the folks at the Georgia State University Bookstore offering a selection of Panther gifts and apparel. Locations on the downtown Atlanta campus as well as Georgia State campuses at Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Also tonight by the Georgia State University Alumni Association. Couple of quick back-to-back almost timeouts. One by Georgia State, one by Troy. And right now, Georgia State with the ball at the nine-yard line. Yeah, the ball will be on the left hash. So you like to have a, a bigger field for a right-handed quarterback to throw. Remember last week at at uh, Coastal Carolina, had one receiver all by himself on the left-hand side. You had that diamond formation. We haven't shown that yet, but that was Robert Lewis, and you went to the backside, and Robert scores the touchdown. Different formation now. We're going to keep a tight end and another big lineman who's going to line up as a tight end, Marcus Carroll in the pistol formation. All right, coming out of the timeout, Panthers again. Fourth and a yard. Ball at the nine. And now they'll shift. Now Over to the far side. Here's the snap to Granger. Going to hand it off. Marcus Carroll. Carroll right up the middle into the end zone. Strong run. That's a Georgia State touchdown. I think he got knocked down at the two. It looked like he kept going, but I think well, you're right. That's your offensive lineman there. Harper's right. Correction. Yeah, first and goal from the two, Dave. They opened up such a hole, the two offensive linemen kept going. Here's another handoff to Marcus, and he will get hit basically as soon as he touches the ball. And now he keeps pushing and keeps pushing. Did he get in? The officials moving into the middle of the pile. I think he may be down just inside the goal line. He is. He did not get in. Caleb Ranshaw, the safety, hits him at the two, but he doesn't go down. So rewind that previous call. Panthers getting a great push up front by their offensive lineman. It looked like they scored two plays ago. Oh. They're, they're basically inside the goal line, or just outside the goal, I should say, inside the one. Snap to Darren. Hands it off again, Marcus. Carroll into the end zone. That time he got in. That's a Georgia State touchdown. His ninth rushing touchdown of the season. And Harper, the Panthers have tied the game at six. Nice job by the offensive line to get great push. Even if the backside 
missed a guy. It didn't matter. The point of attack was on the left side of your center, just over the left guard. A lot of pressure against the Troy defense, and they yield on the second attempt. Panthers can go ahead right now with a Rickman extra point. Liam Rickman out of Guyton, Georgia. Cade Loggins, your holder. Seth Glaus, your long snapper. There's the kick. It is up, and it is good. Georgia State giving up a couple of early field goals to Troy. Holding defensively. Now on top for the first time tonight. As they score the game's first touchdown, and the PAT makes it a 7-6 ball game. Georgia State leading Troy. Media timeout here in Atlanta. Boy, the Red Hat's been busy here in the last three and a half, four minutes. We'll take the timeout with them back in 60 seconds from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Most days go by without a whole lot of surprises. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? Would you be prepared? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid, too, even if they've applied in the past. Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, Marcus Carroll from, they'll call it a yard out, FBS leading ninth touchdown of the season. And Georgia State leads Troy now, 7-6. Stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Atlanta tonight, you're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Panthers football on WRAS Atlanta and WRAS HD1 and HD2 Atlanta. What a drive, Harper, for Georgia State. 15 plays, 75 yards. As much as anything, Dave, I think that was a real confidence builder offensively. We had two frustrating ends to the first drives when we had possession, one with the first interception of the year by Darren Granger, the second with a punt after we had a couple of penalties. Now it's finally time. I think the offense is going, let's go. It's our team, to, our time to contribute to this team's victory, and uh, they certainly did on that drive. Good push, especially all the red zone plays that they had with those couple of timeouts. Those can certainly stall your momentum, but uh, they did a great job of getting the ball in the end zone and taking the lead for the first time here in the ballgame. So the Panthers will kick from the 35. Freshman from Decatur, Isaac Kone, will handle kickoffs, it looks like, tonight. Devontae Ross back deep, standing right on the goal line for the Trojans. And Kone booms this one. Ross will field it. No, he won't. It'll bounce right over his helmet on the end in Panthers. And Troy's offensive unit will come onto the field. Again, Georgia State a 7-6 lead over the Trojans here in Atlanta. 7.05 to go second quarter. Yeah, not a very good return average on kickoffs. Ross has three, and he averages about 21 yards. 
So he decides to, instead of fielding it maybe a yard deep in the end zone, he'll uh, defer that, take take it. Uh, Troy will on the right, or excuse me, on the left hash mark from where they're going, right to left across your radio dial. Their second possession here of the quarter. So here's Gunnar Watson and the Trojans starting out at their own 25, first down. Low snap. Low snap and a fake and a handoff. He's going to throw. He's got a man open, and it's caught up just shy of the 30. That's Landon Parker, number 23. And that'll be good for about an eight-yard gain. Second down and two coming up. Trojans will push the ball up to the Troy 33-yard line. Panthers showed blitz there on first down. They probably bought six guys. They may have had a seventh. Good protection there for Gunnar Watson. Nice completion there at first to uh, to Parker. Again, Isaiah Guy in at cornerback over here to the near side in place of Bright Keese Brown. They're going to try to run the football right up the middle. And Kamani Vidal will do so, riding, running it straight ahead. Again, out of Marietta High School, Marietta, Georgia. One of the top running backs this season in the Sunbelt Conference. Some chirping going on. Yep, they pick up the first down. Deshaun Stoudemire, the senior wide receiver. And with Pringle, with Gavin Pringle, far away from the play. But you're right, Dave, they did get the first down. Not by much. Nose of the ball is right at the 35-yard line, but they give it to him. Wide out to the right, far side, two near side. They're going to throw it. It's going to be a screen pass caught, and it's dropped. The intended receiver that time was Jabri Barber. Boy, big hit there by Isaiah Guy. We haven't called his name much this season. He read that play perfectly. You got to wait for the receiver. Even though he shows his numbers to the quarterback, you got to wait for the ball to be thrown, and he had a great break on the ball and ends up the ball was going to be dropped regardless, but uh, nice play there by Guy. Isaiah is a redshirt freshman from Ocala, Florida, just outside of Orlando. Second down and 10, ball to Troy, 35. Here's the snap, Watson, far hash. Watson got a man wide open, and it's caught by Barber. Barber gets hit and bumped out of bounds by Isaiah Guy. Yeah. And that'll be good for about a seven-yard uh, yep. seven pickup. Yeah. To the 42-yard line. Third down and three now. What are they on third downs? One for three. One for three. No, empty backfield now, three and two from the right to left in terms of receivers. Out of all the visiting teams that come in, the train horn tends to bother the Trojans and their fan base more than anybody. Here's the snap to Watson. Quickly turns, fires, got a man. He's going to be short on the tackle. Javon Dennis from the side. He's going to be short by at least a solid yard. Maybe two. Yeah, two at least. They're not giving him any gain on it. Well, again, maybe a yard. Yeah. But he'll be too shy of where he needs to be. What a great play by Javon Dennis to skate down the line of scrimmage after the ball was released. We were blitzing, so if it goes to the outside, there was no linebacker there. Jordan Vinziel was trying to fight to get across, but un, untouched was Javon Dennis to make that play. Forces a punt now. Robert Cole will punt the football. Spiraling kick. Shakari Carter will field it at the 19. Signaling for a fair catch. That's where 
Darren Granger, the offensive unit, will start this possession here. 4-11 to go here in the second quarter. Georgia State 7, Troy 6. Georgia State trying to start the season 5-0 on the year. Never had been 3-0, accomplished that. Never had been 4-0, accomplished that. Coming out of Conway, South Carolina last Thursday night. Back-to-back road wins. The last two outings at Charlotte and at Coastal Carolina. Great to be back here in Atlanta, Center Park Stadium against Troy tonight. And Troy, they're here. Uh, They brought some folks. Here's the snap on first down. Granger going to roll out to the near side. He's going to throw the football away, and this time he throws it right to Darius Bush. There is no foul for intentional grounding. The quarterback was outside the pocket. The ball crossed the line of scrimmage. Darius Bush standing on the Georgia State sideline makes that catch. That time Darren made sure to get it out of bounds. Yeah, with plenty of effort, and that doesn't count as a reception for the sideline guy. Sorry. (laughs) Second down and 10 now. Again, 19-yard line. Here's the snap, Granger. And they're going to go ahead and run the football with Marcus Carroll, and not maybe, a whole lot there. As a matter of fact, one. Yeah, maybe, maybe one. And that'll run the Panthers right into a third and long, needing yard, nine yards to get to that first down marker, which is the 29-yard line. Jordan Stringer, linebacker, in on that play, just grabbing the legs of Marcus Carroll. He comes out of the ball game now on third down. Obviously, it's a... Uh, a passing down, third and nine. Yep. Five wide, three here to the near side. Granger two steps back, going to step up, got to get rid of the football. It'll be over here to the tight end, Amon Green, but they read that one perfectly, and right away was Caleb Ransaw, the outside linebacker out of Harvest, Alabama, and the Panthers' offensive unit will trot off the field. Not a whole lot going there on this uh, possession now for Georgia yeah. State with now 3-11 to go. Well, the guy that Darren throws to was only two yards down the field and we needed nine. Yeah. But he was running out of time. That internal clock was saying, hey, you got to get rid of the football. And he got hit right as the ball came out. So it was kind of a wounded duck. It did get to Amon Green. Oh, my goodness. Penalty on uh, John, uh, excuse me, on uh, Jordan Abraham. Justin Abraham. I said Jordan Abraham. Please forgive me. Jordan Jones. Ball start. Offense number 48. Five-yard penalty. Fourth down. Justin has that number rolled up a little bit, so I thought that eight was a five. Got the wrong guy, but now uh, backs it up to the 15-yard line, or just past it, right at the 16. So Troy could get the ball with some pretty good field position here. Jabri Barber standing just outside the... 45 in Troy territory. He's going to signal for the fair catch wisely. Nice punt there by Cade Loggins, who's in and around 43, 44 yards on average so far this year on his punts. And the Trojans will have pretty good field position, Harper, with 2.40 to go here until halftime. Yeah, he catches it right there at the 49-yard line. No bobble or anything like that. Good coverage. Uh, you got plenty of time. you got two timeouts if you're Troy. Two minutes and 40 seconds left to go here in the first half. You're trailing by one. I need to double check now. The long for their kicker, who already has two, Scott Taylor Renfro, is 37 yards here on the season. He has two that are a little bit shorter than that that he's made here tonight. Damian Taylor in it running back, but Watson going to look to throw. He's got a man. It's Ross, and Ross gets chased down and dropped by 
Jordan Venzial. Also in on the tackle that time was Isaiah Guy. Yeah, Isaiah's had some plays now. Great job of him while the receiver is trying to get away and get to the sideline to stop the clock. Him being able to trip him up. Big play. Second down at six. They're going to run the football with Taylor. Taylor trying to get outside the right tackle. Chased down and dropped there by John Trey Hunter. Although he picks up a solid yard on that. It'll bring up third down now for the Trojans. And it's a third and five situation. Actually, third and six from their own 40, from the Georgia State 47-yard line. We're inside of two minutes to go now here in the second quarter. Well, interesting formation. First time you have two receivers on each side that are stacked behind each other. Watson rears back and oh, it's nice intercepted shot. on the far side. Ty G. Leach comes up with a pick, and the Panthers will get the ball now with 1.38 to go. Are they going to have to look at that? Did he get a foot down? It sure looked like he was close, but a nice job to go get the ball at the height of where it was, the peak, which is excellent there. Does he get his foot down? Yes, he does. Yes. No doubt. Got the left foot down on the turf. So the Panthers return the favor by getting an interception, and they'll take over at the 28-yard line with 1.38 to go. They got plenty of time. They've got two timeouts. So far, so far, the Panthers have forced now seven turnovers in the first four games. That is 12th most in FBS football. Here's a quick dump-off pass to Robert Lewis over on the far side. He's going to get dropped to the turf. Number one, covering number one. Did Del Pettis really slammed him the turf kind of hard there. We'll bring up second down at eight, pick up of two. A couple of yards after the catch there by Robert. Yeah, he had a couple of... Offensive lineman out there, but Pettis was able to get around both of them and make the play. Granger now going to unload far side of the ah. field, and it's there, and it is caught. Laney. Rykum Laney on the reception. No, correction, that was Jakari Carter. Oh, please forgive me. Yep, I thought, okay. Well, Carter does a great job of catching the ball, but he's right there at the sideline and unable to uh, turn up the field. So he had a chance for first down, but instead it's third and four. 1-11 to go here in the second quarter. Panthers trying to convert again on third down. Carter in motion near side. Here's the snap to Darren. Granger looks and fires it right into Jakari Carter, but he's going to be short. He's No, now they're going to say it's an incomplete pass. I think his knee went down and the ball came out after he hit the ground, but he would have been close but not at the where he needed to be for the sticks. Would have been at least... At least a yard, maybe two. And the Panthers' offensive unit on the field quickly and off the field quickly. Yeah. And 104 to go here. Well, three quick passes and the hardly any time off the clock. Troy will get the ball back somewhere between their 25 and 35, depending on the return. Loggins, a sidewinder, going to take a bounce there. Jabri Barber is going to kind of back off, and it will it'll be down at the 28-yard line. And we're now inside of a minute to go. 53 seconds. Georgia State 7, Troy 6. And we'll see what Gunnar Watson and the rest of the Trojan offense can put together here. 
kind of thought that this would be a, a little bit higher scoring football game coming into it based on the offenses these two teams brought into the game tonight. Georgia, yeah. Georgia State averaging by themselves 37 points a game. And Troy 25. So yeah. if you, even if you just get a happy medium, we're, we're not even close to that. But uh, you know, both defenses have done a good job of stymieing the others, the opponent's offense. Vidal now going to shift to the right of Watson. And they're going to go ahead and keep it on the ground. He finds a big gap. There's a flag. There's two flags as he runs up ahead close to the 40-yard line. We'll see what these flags are assessed to. Well, Vidal was ready to get up. He got the first down, about a 12-yard pickup, and was ready to put the ball in between the hashes and kind of sprint his way into position again. Kind of like when you make a basket, you know, when you you, you get the rebound, you put it in, you're the first guy down. Offense number 66, 10-yard penalty to first down. Well, he ends up. That's your center, Eli Russ. Sophomore from Ardmore, Oklahoma. He ends up getting up quickly, does Vidal, only to see a couple of penalty flags and then a 10-yard penalty. They're going to call it from the spot of the foul, so it's going to take him back to about the 18-yard line. So Vidal will stay in, line up just and a little bit behind Watson to his right. They got three wide to the far side. They ain't throwing the football. They're going to hand it off Vidal again. He'll get across the 20 up to the 21. We're at 25 seconds remaining. And Troy is going to go ahead and burn a late timeout here with the penalty flags. They got a whole bunch of yards. Timeout. Troy, their second. Please reset the game clock to 26 seconds. 26 seconds on the game clock, please. So it'll go from 23. Thank you. From 23 seconds up to 26, Georgia State still holding on to a one-point lead here, 7-6. Uh, Stay with us. Coming up at halftime, got a special guest direct from the locker room downstairs. Georgia State's head baseball coach, Brad Stromdahl, is going to join us. We're going to talk a little Georgia State baseball. You think he was taking some BP before uh, he came up here? Well, they've got a fantastic facility downstairs. Georgia State baseball's locker room here at Center Park Stadium is the Atlanta Braves' old locker room. Now, we play out at Panthersville, but they do a lot here. All right, here we go. Got 26 seconds to go. Here's Watson now out of the shotgun, out of that 30-second timeout. Keep it on the ground with Vidal. He cuts and starts out to his left, cuts back to his right, and gets dropped just shy of the 30-yard line at the 28 of the 29. That'll be about a six-yard gain. And that might be your final play here in the first half. We're down to 10 seconds. Yeah, it doesn't appear like the coaches are going to call a timeout. You got six seconds, five. Yeah, good first half there for the Panthers, at least in terms of the results. Did you think we'd have a one-point game with a couple of field goals and a Georgia State touchdown? No, at to the be end honest, no, quarters. absolutely no, not. I thought, I thought, you uh, know, we were averaging, we'd be well on our way to getting 30, 37 points a ball game. But uh, we're ahead 7-6. We'll take it. All right, 7-6 our scores. Sean Elliott and the Panthers make their way to the locker room here at Center Park Stadium. Panthers a one-point lead over Troy as Georgia State tries to start the season at 5-0 for the first time in the 14-season program history. Coming up, stay with us, our Panther halftime show again. Sitting on over my left, Georgia State's head baseball coach, Brad Stromdahl. We're going to talk a little Panther baseball. Harper will come back, run down all the stats. We'll hear... Well, normally I'd say we hear first-half audio. We really don't have a whole lot other than the one touchdown. Uh, and we'll check the Sun We have some great punt coverage, though. Yes, you we... made some great calls on punts, Dave. Did we ever. Yeah. Yeah. Harper will also check the Sun Belt Conference college football scoreboard. All that more comes your way after this timeout. 
Georgia State 7, Troy 6 at halftime here in Atlanta. Two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a closed game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM is your radio station for Georgia State football. Coming up next, we'll join David Harper back in Atlanta with a halftime show. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Hey. 